0: You're listening to The Ryback Show. Be me. Be on the table. Yeah, that Welcome to The Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are listening from happy thursday everyone hope everyone is uh ready for the weekend here that is uh quickly approaching see a lot of people uh, hopping in here in the uh comments section live from uh, ryback tv we are being broadcast today as well at ryback rules on twitch thank you for all my twitchers out there all podcast platforms as well this immediately goes up on and we're also uh, broadcasting on periscope today not facebook trying out the old periscope which not used uh previously but first things first before we jump into today's show paying the bills feed me more nutrition available on feedmemore.com and amazon guys our last cash giveaway that we are doing for feed me more nutrition the halloween $4000 cash giveaway it ends next week right around the corner here, Friday, October 30th at midnight Pacific. Use discount code HALLOWEEN4000 to save 20% on your Feed Me More nutrition order. You get an option for a free shaker bottle and premium workout towel as well, guys, with an automatic entry with every purchase with that discount code HALLOWEEN4000. And on Saturday on Halloween, I am announcing one lucky winner I am PayPaling $4,000 into your account. We've given out over $12,000 in cash during COVID, cash prizes during COVID, guys, for simply buying the best supplements on the planet. FeedMeMore.com today, premium supplements, guys. No artificial sweeteners, no artificial colors. Vegan-friendly capsules and formulas, guys, with everything, with the exception of our grass-fed, iso-hungry whey protein uh, isolate is the only thing that is not vegan-friendly on the website. Fuel Meals, fuelmeals.com, save 15% with discount code the big guy, Signature meals, custom meals, guys, chicken, steak, tilapia, salmon, Texan, Texan turkey burgers, quesadillas. They have all sorts of – they have hamburger, different beef, chicken uh, entrees, rice, brown rice, white rice, asparagus, green beans, broccoli, sweet potatoes, sweet potato fries. You can mix and match to however – you want, you can get their 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 uh, signature meals as well that come already, where you don't have to do any of the guessing on what you want, you can just pick what you want there, guys. And again, say 15 with discount code to the meals.com. Tell them the big guy sent you personal videos from yours truly oh <laughs> cameo.com slash the big guy Teespring, the official merch store for feed me more nutrition with the big guy Ryback. Tspring just .com. Type in the Feed Me More store, Feed Me More Nutrition face masks, coffee mugs. We have Ryback Feed Me More posters, all sorts of different Feed Me More Nutrition merchandise, the big guy Ryback merchandise on their different t-shirts for men and women. Check out the Feed Me More store on Teespring. My motivational book, Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, available on all on Amazon and Paperback, Audible and Kindle formats. It's available on all podcast platforms, but that is not the case. Only I am. Friends of the show, Zevia. Stevia sweetened soda, the farmer's dog, the official dog food of Sophie and little guy. True Panion, the official pet insurance of Sophie and little Guy If you have a pet and you love them guys you don't have to go with True Panion but look into getting pet insurance. It saved me over well, well over a hundred thousand uh, dollars in cost with Sophie and uh, has been a blessing. and bio accelerator the official stem cell company of the big guy Ryback, who has played a big part in me getting my health completely back, which I will make my return to pro wrestling, it looks like, in the first early half of 2021. Uh, granted, there are crowds back, and uh, a lot of really cool things happening coming together here, uh, which I'll talk about here in a minute on the show. But if you have a loved one that is in pain, guys, hit up Austin Aries on uh, social media or Accelerator, Follow them on there. All these accounts, Zevia the Fog and True Panyon as well, Accelerator. They're on all social media on Instagram and Twitter. You can just type in the name and they, they will pull up on that. I back on Twitter, the big guy, Ryback22 on Instagram and TikTok, the Ryback Show Feed Me More Nutrition, Ryback TV on Instagram, and Ryback247 on Set. If you want to follow me, I post different stuff on our platforms. And as always, podcast reviews are greatly appreciated, guys, on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, you can really, really help out this show. Your review, obviously, uh, if you got a minute to go on there and, and to leave a, a positive review, it uh, it really helps. And if you have something negative to say, just move on. Please go, go. <laughs> and uh, all fan mail, guys, P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. Limited to one to two pieces, please, with a self-addressed stamped envelope. And uh, you can be a part of a fan mail shell shock with me on my uh, Ryback TV. All right. What is going on? We'll do i uh, I'm going to send out another live. Uh, I'm going to send out a little uh, text here to a friend to see if they are, are around to maybe get a, uh, have another guest on today's show. I, it, it kind of uh, pops me to just random like yesterday with Chris Van Vliet. Um, he sent me a text right before I was going to go live. I just, you know, on these, you could just copy the, um, the link to, to invite a guest in. And I just said, hey, let's come talk to me. And uh, and sure enough, he pops in and uh, we get about an hour with, with Chris Van Vliet yesterday. So uh, you never know who's going to swing by the Ryback Show live. And if not, you know, we're just going to be a happy, uplifting, hopefully positive conversation. Have some conversations with you guys more one-on-one and, uh, and go from there. Yeah, no spamming in here, guys. If the big guy has to block you, it's no good. The, uh, any in Sadiq asked Ryback any advice for a 22 year old? I mean, that's a very broad question. <laughs> We're going to jump into a super chat here before I talk about what I want to talk about today. Uh, Timothy Larick asks, what are your thoughts on collagen powders as part of daily routines? I have nothing, no issues with those whatsoever. I believe I've taken a, uh, collagen supplement in the past. The, 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 is it the bone broth, and they're in the, there's I know there's like different bone broth powders and things as well, um, and I'm not sure how the collagen would fit into the uh, the vegan uh, lifestyle that I've been doing for a month. I don't even know. I, I don't. I'm, I don't know, but yeah, man, all that kind of stuff. I've never seen anything negative with it. And I guess it's just dependent on what you're taking it for and how. Honestly, a lot of this stuff comes down to guys on supplements is how you feel on it. You know, your experience taking it and the, you could read all the studies in the world and you can, you know, the best, the best, the best study we as individuals can do is doing studies on our own, on how we feel and, and giving it a fair, legitimate chance on whatever it is. I've seen people that will take a supplement one time. I hate this. It doesn't work. And they, cause they didn't want it to work. They didn't even give it a, they didn't take it for a month. They didn't even take it for a week. Sometimes you have people, they will, then they just jump. They, you know, sometimes you want to jump to conclusions on things, but give, you always give stuff a fair, a fair shake, in my opinion. And the best way to do that is to try it on your own. But if you enjoy it, man, it's not something I take regularly. I don't have it here right now um, in any of my my supplements that I take, so. But, you know, I've been, you know, vegan for a month and absolutely loving it. And just to give you guys a little example of this, like my conditioning continues to improve my cardio. Um, In my backyard, I have a 600-pound tire that I uh, do these 25-pound tire strikes with. And I've had this since I moved into this house. I had the tire craned over the wall before these other homes were built around me. And I got these maces from on it, a 20 and 25 pound mace that I believe you could, I don't even know if they have heavier ones. So the 25 was the heaviest when I got it, but it, it's a hell of a workout for your upper body. And I did arms and traps, uh, at the, uh, LVAC I go to here. And I came home and did my upper body conditioning, but yesterday I did three, three and a half minute rounds. And and because your forearms get shot with this too, like, and I have to put gloves on. So it doesn't rip your hands up all apart. I used to do like, I would do like a round of like 25 strikes on each side or 50 strikes on each side. It was never anything super crazy. And I would do multiple sets on it. But like yesterday I did three, three and a half minute rounds completely fine afterwards. Like, don't get me wrong. You'll be breathing as you're doing it at different points. But felt amazing. And I ended up doing damn 300 and something strikes total on these tires. And like like more than what I usually would do for my conditioning on that and not even remotely being tired. And I'm like, man, there's something really to this and just how I'm feeling really quickly. And I'm consuming a high level of protein. I'm doing two Protein shakes a day, the plant-based protein, which we're working on with Feed Me More Nutrition right now, to really, really hammer out some some great-tasting, low-carb, uh, plant, full amino acid profile plant proteins. And the I get so I'm getting 100 to 120 grams of protein on the plant-based powder uh, alone on that, and then with my other meals throughout the day, I'm getting it's between 350 and 400 grams of protein. That's plenty. And right now my carbs are a little higher because of some of the things. But what I'll do is when I start cutting my carbs, like, and I went to bed at 297 last night. And again, that's at night and clothes, no shoes or anything. But so I'm, I'm legitimately right now hovering around a 292 ish is kind of my, my morning body weight, maybe 293. Uh, And that's going to keep climbing because I'm able to keep training heavier and heavier with that. But what I'll do is just cut down on my carb uh the different carbs that I'm consuming and replace with a little bit more vegetables. Protein will remain as high as it is. And what that will do is that will allow me to tighten up more and more and more as I get ready eventually to go back to wrestling. But right now I'm just still in the building, stay as lean as possible while building and uh in just getting all my range of motion and mobility back in my shoulder and my lap from all that scar tissue. So it's a constant work in progress. George here says, uh, Hey, big guy, your shell shock has helped me uh, lose 27 pounds so far in two months. And my goal is to lose 25 pounds more. Thanks again, George. Thank you. George Morales. Thank you very much. And um, that makes me really happy to hear that the shell shock, extreme fat burner. And it's not just that It, 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 that tells me that you have embraced a lifestyle change. Um, uh, with with diet and and in some sort of of physical activity activity, I would imagine. Even though just with changing your diet alone, you could lose a tremendous amount of weight. Um, but I think that is that's a testament to what you're doing, and that's what I tell people as far as supplements, guys. It's part of a of a program. It's a fuel enhancer for you. You never want to just turn to supplements to like to solve your problems. And that's kind of the world we live in, right? Where everyone's kind of looking for a quick fix. And and I see it here with the people that just do steroids and they're like, well, how can I get as muscular as possible, as quick as possible, uh, with the least amount of work possible. And I just don't understand that mindset ever since I was a kid, the mindset is, well, how do I do that? And I just do it. And I don't look, I don't worry is how long is it going to take? Well, I'll just do more to get, if I want quicker results, I'll just work out harder. And like, I'm, so I've never associated with that, that mindset, you know? And again, like, it's another thing. Like if somebody told me, and this is an example, if somebody told me, hey, 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 Ryback, we need you to do this gig tomorrow. And we know you're 292 pounds right now, but we really, really need you to get down to 272. Do you think you could do it? And i go, if it was something I want, shit, hell, let's do it. Let's go for it. I would simply just go. Okay, I'm going to be fasting now for the next 24 hours. I'm going to make sure I, I take, uh, drink my distilled water, my mineral water, and get my minerals still, and electrolytes. And I'm going to flush out all the extra water in my body, which we all hold on to a good amount of water. On that, I'm also going to probably go go get in a sauna. Get the, do the hot tub for a bit, do the sauna and sweat as much water out within reason and do everything I can in my power to get that my body weight down. Whereas you'll have other people like, what drugs can I take to lose the water? What diuretics can I take? You notice the difference in the mindset right there? One is actually doing work, fasting, something that a lot of people would have difficulty doing, but you embrace it. You look at, okay, because you know, you already do it. One's to take a work, a do the work approach. And the other one's kind of A lady, a quick fix, just want to really just the least amount of work possible. And uh, the people that have that mindset never last. They they, they never stick around and it's a very destructive, dangerous mindset. So when I see that you've actually lost that amount of weight, I definitely think the shell shock has helped contribute to that. But I think more so to diet and working out, it's all in conjunction with each other. And I love hearing that because you've embraced living a a better lifestyle. So congratulations, George, and thank you for using Feed Me More Nutrition.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Monarch Money. Are you saving to reach your financial goals? Reaching those goals isn't just about getting more money, but by managing what you have. And the best way to manage your money? Monarch Money. See why Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. And why the Wall Street Journal named Monarch Money the best budgeting app overall. Get a 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H com slash podcast for your free trial. monarchmoney.com slash podcast.
0: <clears throat> Moving on, looking before we jump in, uh... A <laughs> fan says, uh, right, what he said, Vince, I can't see that exact comment. Something about the one toy that Vince won't play with. And uh I'd said that a long time ago, and I, and I really mean that. The before, Getting into today's topics, guys, and if you guys have any super chats or any questions that you want answered, I will uh, do my best to try to get to them as we are, are discussing different things. I want to talk about one thing that I, I get online, and we all we all deal with this: um, that people that that don't seem to understand uh, what being an entrepreneur is all about, and the what working for yourself. Um, while yes, it can be very high risk, and it can be very very stressful, and it is. It is. It's also one of the most joyous things in the world having freedom and power knowing that you are responsible for your success and you are responsible for your failure there is no in between there is no pointing the finger at anybody else it solely falls on you and so for me with everything that happened with WWE and and being in that position of having the world in your hands and having it taken out where you weren't in control of your fate it was what really inspired me to start developing more of an entrepreneur mindset, a business mindset and learning about a lot of the most successful people in the world being business people. (sighs) So going down that path for me, it took, it was years of riding alone and learning and learning and learning and learning along with learning other things, but really, really learning a lot about business and, understanding that what I was really passionate about, obviously, um, with wrestling was health and fitness, and they go hand in hand. And then you start, you know, well, how can I turn my passion into a a profitable business? And how can I do good? How can I sell good? Not just be, not just sell to make money, but what can I do to help benefit people, make money, empower myself and have control over my life and freedom? And that was what the, 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 that sparked the idea of Uh, feed me more nutrition. And that I was already making my own supplements. And I'd saw on on shows like Shark Tank and different things that people would like start making things and then giving it to their friends. And and people would would like, man, you should sell this. And I was like, well, why don't I sell this? I'm literally making premium formulas that aren't available. I can't buy. I have to make them because I can't buy them. Let's make these available to people. So that's what kind of led me down that path. And then eventually in reading and learning from all these different successful people, and Gary Vanderchuk has played a huge role. I've learned a lot from Gary. And I don't always agree with everything Gary says, and that's fine. I, I really like Gary a lot though. And, and Gary's very, very inspirational. And Gary gives a lot of free content away that if you're doing the work is very beneficial. Now, if you don't, if you if you're not, if you don't have a business, some of this stuff you can't apply to things, but a lot of it you can in other areas. But for me, a lot of what he said, it was almost as if he was talking directly to me at times. And I've embraced a, a large portion of what he says. And, and I'll have to shoot him, because we've talked before, I'll have to shoot him a link and get him on. I think he, he's a big wrestling fan as well. And uh, I have nothing but love and respect for Gary. But I started embracing some of his techniques. And, and one of the things I remember years ago in, in one of his books I can't remember if it was it was the one of the crushing books or the the jab jab hook. I can't remember but it was it was really talking about YouTube a lot and at the time I wasn't on YouTube. I think I'd created a channel but I wasn't posting on it. I didn't really. I knew people made money on it but I was like that eh, eh, was hurt. I didn't want to be seen as much as I early on even though I was still being seen on some stuff but not a lot. And I was just, just mentally, I wasn't in the in the right space because I was so overwhelmed with the amount of physical labor that I was doing with Feed Me More Nutrition, just day-to-day operations of that. Whereas now I got the fulfillment center in, in in the customer service, and I'm able to now just hustle, which I'm that's where I'm best suited. Hustling, like tell me where to go, what to do. I got my schedule I made, I know what I gotta do every day. Bam, 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 bam. I have unlimited energy. But you know, when I, when you have to start doing like the physical labor and you're doing the USPS and scheduling, a lot of little things on top of everything else, everything. It was overwhelming, but YouTube was the one thing Gary really, really hit home with me on. And I, uh, eventually I just said, all right, we're going to give it a shot. We're going to, I'm doing the podcast and the way I was recording before I built the studio and we started like doing it, but I didn't, I didn't go all in on YouTube. I didn't understand about tagging. I didn't understand uh, uh, like, I'm a wizard now where compared to whatever I was on that, like I'm trying, I was Barry Horowitz If we're talking wrestling characters, when I first got on YouTube and now I'm the Ric Flair of freaking YouTube compared to that, as far as what I know and how to get content and get it seen a little more, even though stuff was being suppressed, we're finding ways around that. And it's, I've learned about the platform much more with that. Uh, But essentially, so feed me more nutrition is the business because a lot of people don't, don't understand this. So that's the business. Now that at all, 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 all hours of the day, which just two more, just right now, um, Renee just got back to me. I was going to have Renee young on today. She can't do it today. Son of a gun. The, uh, but she's down for another day. So we're going to get Renee young on here. She lives in Vegas also with Mox. So the, uh, maybe we will get Mox to pop up also haven't talked to him in a bit. The, um, but the YouTube uh guys essentially is a sales funnel, right? But it's also not just a sales funnel because I'm a wrestler too. I'm not just a business person. So I'm, I'm in the entertainment business. I'm in the entertainment and inspiration business. I'm big on motivational speaking and things of that nature. So with Gary, it was it's I got my business now, right? My platform. I have my social media on the different ones. I had the Twitter. I Instagram. I wasn't using Twitter correctly for the longest time and I didn't care. I was spamming. I was just putting out ads for my stuff. And and it really, it was just, I didn't want to be on Twitter quite frankly, because I had not fully, it was more, I was thinking more of along the lines of a wrestler and not a business entrepreneur that, that how beneficial it would be to be and learn that platform and learn how to use it to to also, uh, that would, would benefit the most. And each platform has its own ways, which Gary breaks down and talks about learning. So essentially, now I have my business that that is making money all hours of the day, right? Now, every platform that I go to this in, this this right here, this is all being broadcast now on Ryback TV, on Twitter, and on Periscope, on Twitch at Ryback Rules. So every one of those platforms, mainly Ryback TV, and now Twitch is now we're we're growing on there. Now we just got on there a couple of weeks ago. What you have happened on that now? You get ad revenue for all the content you put on there. Those platforms actually pay you to do your thing on there. Whereas like Instagram and Twitter don't pay you. They're making billions of dollars suppressing a lot of people's accounts, right? So it's a little different. Even though YouTube and all these things aren't perfect, they at least pay you for your content. So... Instantly by doing that, you have a revenue stream if you're putting content out there, right? Which I do. I put all different kinds of content. So that becomes a revenue stream for ads, for for revenue on that. Twitch will become the same thing. And there's multiple other platforms that we we do that on. The podcast, that's a revenue stream. That's a sales funnel. And all of these are sales funnels also for Feed Me More Nutrition. Not that I need to sell 24-7 on this, but as you always notice, I will always mention what we have going on and what we do is through marketing in these different things, you are able to track sales through the different platforms. So then you got to look at, there's a revenue stream from that, revenue stream from that, a revenue stream from that, a revenue stream from that, as good or bad as it is, the revenue streams, right? And then on top of it, you have the sales funnel that is all leading into your business, which is where that, and that's coming in 24 hours a day there's no limit to what that can be so then which is a whole other revenue stream on that which is the bread and butter of the operation so there's this game going on where you're, the more that you can do and branch out the more that that's going to continue to grow and i'm always intrigued by people that don't understand and oftentimes when you're dealing with kids and other things they're not going to understand because we don't teach kids in school about about business i know i certainly wasn't taught it we're taught about how to go be employees and how to fall in line and go work for other people and be happy and don't ask questions like complete BS. You know, it wasn't until I came across Robert Kiyosaki's book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I highly recommend, which I remember me and Wade Barrett used to go and sit down at a Hooters or Ranch House Grill and discuss what books we were reading during Nexus. When after I hurt my ankle, we would would meet every week. He he was, man, one of my great friends. He was the one who every week he'd come eat with me because he knew I was I was in a, in a rough place and, and kind of down with everything that happened and getting out of all that, which is a whole other conversation. But we would discuss these ideas. And that's when I really, really started becoming intrigued by, man, all my life, I've just been taught that I thought I had to work for somebody else. Like, what if I, if I ran the operation? At first, you go, that's crazy, right? But now I got people that work for me and it's growing. And it's all these different things or these revenue streams, and it's this amazing process that's happened. And so I'm always intrigued, though, when I'll see uh, comments from people, they'll just go onto the YouTube, right? And they'll say, oh, how the mighty have fallen, or man, this guy must be struggling hard. You know, and I always laugh to myself when I see them, I hide them right away, and we let them go, because I don't want that kind of attitude on the channel. Um, I I just want it to be a place where people can laugh and have fun. If you want to leave a positive comment that that people, you know, I'm a big believer in not having negativity. And I have people that help me. that keep that channel clean where it's like where you go on there. I don't want people reading comments where people and seeing a negative mindset of others because what that does is breed more negativity. So that's why I'm really, really big on the cleanup crew on keeping that on that shit. Like, I don't care what you say about me. so I just, I don't want the negative mindset around because it's just contagious. And social media is really bad with that linking up. Contagious people oftentimes link up with other contagious people. But the people that are are leaving these comments are not able to understand the grand scheme of what's going on. And they'll see a video of me eating, let's take the Ruffles ASMR video, for example, which is, by the way, turned into, I have new memes out. Now of the ruffles, which the whole point of doing the Ruff, the ASMR videos for YouTube were to hit my fan base in a different area, different sector, because wrestling fans are all over there. They're, they have many different interests, and this was part of the strategy of doing massive content on there in different sectors because you'll get people that see, hey, all of a sudden Ryback's popping up on ASMR videos. I don't care about the people that have never seen me, even though we will get some that will start subscribing on that. I care about the people that don't know what happened to me that watch ASMR videos and they go, Hey, that was that guy we used to like in WWE. That that guy looks familiar. I didn't know he had a YouTube channel. I want to subscribe, man. I didn't know this guy has a personality. I didn't know I'd ever got to see, Oh wait, he has a supplement line. You see the power in that. So there's a strategy in place that people oftentimes, a lot of people can obviously know and see if you follow me, but these other people come in and they want to hate in the negativity and they, man, you must really be struggling. It's like, well, buddy, I would, I would, I would reckon that that ad revenue alone from YouTube monthly is more than you're making with whatever job that you're doing working, you know, eight hours a day, 10 hours a day, 12 hours a day. I would, I would, I would guarantee it more, more often than not. So that's just one little piece, you know, So there's it, but it's hiding that. And I look at it and I just, it's see people that don't understand the power of working for yourself. And then also, and and for me, it's twofold as well, because now also from a wrestling standpoint, which I got this from Gary was in 2020 in, in people trying to be mysterious in wrestling characters I think it's the people, those of us that go all in. And I think Miro's doing a really great job of that as well, where you show, which is why I think Rusev Day got really over in WWE, is because Miro showed people his real personality on the Divas show and on his social media. And people realized that he wasn't the character that they just saw him playing on TV. He's this really fun, loving, happy guy, very Arnold esque to me in his personality. Very, very, uh, comes across confident, but very happy, right? There's just something about Miro that is more than what he was being allowed to be. And that was why we saw his rise, I think, at WWE, which obviously they stopped that because they did not want that with that. But that's, those are the people in doing this and letting people fully in because people will love or hate you by you just being yourself, which I've always preached. And Gary preaches that as well. And that will allow for better relationships with the fan base and with people in general that they have a better understanding of you. And then that, too, when they see negative things or things where people are trying to clickbait you, they go, nope, I've been following that guy for five years. I, I actually heard that. And that wasn't what what he said. Like, that's BS. I'm not going to listen to that. And, you know, whereas if you don't have that communication, that openness with your fan base, then then they just can only can assume, right? And I, and I learned the hard way on that early on, that when you let people assume more often than not, they're going to assume negative. So the only way to counter that's to put out massive content. So they have enough information to make, to make a, a better decision, hopefully, um, than, than, than some made early on. But So that, for me, is where this whole thing, uh, it's twofold on on the game game plan on what we're doing. It's the business side, and then it's on the entertainment wrestling side, so that when I go back to wrestling, which has been the plan all along eventually in some capacity, and now that I am where I am and feel as good as I do, knowing when those final stem cells are also, I'm going to do everything I'm doing right now while wrestling so what do you think is going to happen to everything i'm doing and then getting you get you, if you're lucky enough to get major television exposure again everything you do is amplified everything from the supplements to the podcast to the book to the social media to the youtube to the twitch everything is amplified at a faster rate <clears throat> so there is a method to the madness, but I wanted to explain that because I see that. And oftentimes, I think it's a younger generation that just doesn't understand. And, and I think they have a hard time understanding that you actually can make way more money this route than the wrestling route. Don't get me wrong. Wrestling money can be absolutely amazing. But there's, there's usually a limit to that. There's no limit on this. There's no limit. and The rich people in the world are all business people, typically they are coming from businesses, people or come from some form of business and then they go into investing or real estate, or it's a combination. It's, it's typically those three things. The richest people in the world aren't like actors. Don't get me wrong. They're they're rich they're living the great life, but they're nowhere near the wealth of a lot of these other people. And that's where I really, really had opened up my eyes promoters, promoters are you know another uh, where they can they can make this endless amount of money and if it doesn't matter what the job is how cool it may seem it's still a job but when you go into actually being the one creating the jobs creating the products and again there's different sectors you could be in in this but the sky is the limit there's no limit to this there's no limit to this at all. It just keeps going up and up and up. And this is knowing this, and it, it, it's it's a really really cool thing and cool cool process. But I wanted to explain that to some people because some people don't don't understand that. So yes, some this is a great question, Smith. And uh, so you are all about the dollars, then, right? I, I believe money is oxygen, and I believe it is very selfish of us not to be our best. And what I mean by that, and I got this from Grant Cardone. And Grant can come across where he comes off where all he cares about is money. But if you actually follow Grant and look at him in his life, you'll see there's much more depth to him than than sometimes what you'll see on certain things. It's actually selfish, though, not to care about money. So and you go, well, how's that? So Ryback, let me ask you this. And I learned this at a very young age when I had to put my dogs down because I wasn't working. I was in school uh, for baseball and uh, I had to put my childhood dogs down. And I was not ready to put them down, but I wasn't in a position of control. I wasn't making my own money. I didn't have the money. I didn't have have my own place. I was living at home still. And it taught me that it was a very powerless feeling and of where the world could be very cruel and money is oxygen. We need money to survive on this planet. We need money to have the things that we want on this planet, right? So... It's up to us to understand the importance of money, and that there's a difference between selling for good or doing good things and doing bad things. Right? I say that the people that don't care about money are the selfish people, and the people that don't care, it's the complete opposite. Because when you do money and you make money, you and you do use good. I give a dollar of every sale to feeding the homeless, right in Las Vegas. What are you doing? And the more money I make, the more money I give them. I'm actually helping a problem directly through making money right now let me ask you this you have a, a loved one and they they become sick a family member let's just let's take my real life situation let's take Sophie my dog had I not worked as hard as I had and do continue to work as hard as I work and was able to afford the pet insurance that I got for her right and even without the pet insurance I could have afforded it it would have cost a lot of money but I could have afforded that, that she has disc disease. Most people have to put their dog down after one or two of those because they can't afford the procedures. So by me busting my ass and working, I'm able to protect what I love and keep her alive, which she's doing amazing now. Do you understand the importance of that and the importance of of how important it is to w- want to be our best, to want to make money, to want to do good with money? Because there's different mindsets on the game on this. and that. But when you take care of yourself by working hard, And embracing you wanting to be as successful as possible. One, you're happy because success are two and the same. That when we're successful in what we're doing, we're happy and we're in a loving mindset because we're we're in the flow zone. Whereas a lot of the most people that aren't, they're not in the flow zone. But look at it from that standpoint there, that if you don't care about money, you can't take care of those that you love. You can't take care, you can't do things. You're limited. Man, we have one life. Why would you want to be limited? I think oftentimes it's it's changing the mindset and understanding that money is just so damn important, so damn important. And again, everything there's a balance and there's ways of doing it, and where you don't you don't. There's good ways and bad ways in this, but I that to me really hit home years ago when I came across that on how on how I see people. The people that don't try, that don't work, man, oh, money is evil. And then you don't try. Well, you're actually, you're being very selfish and you're being very limited in your thinking and you're not doing anything to help your situation or to help the world be a better place. You're being selfish. And you can't argue it. It one something I go, man, I've never heard anything more true in my life when I heard that. And, you know, the more power I have, I'm able to do a lot of things right now. That if I didn't, I would I would be very sad and upset and depressed about. And it's a fact, an absolute fact. Had I not worked and done all this, you know, and in, in my body and got my health back, to get my health back to, for sixteen stem cell procedures, that's the greatest gift I ever could have given myself, man. All because of money, all because of money, all because of money, and a positive mindset. They all go hand in hand. There's there's good and bad. There's there's good and evil and and money can fall on either side of that but that doesn't make money good entirely there's there's good and bad and you have to be able to separate that and understand that so i do care about money and i care about money in that context great question though great question looking here uh we're going to go ahead and block ayush i guess he's uh Ayush, I think, is uh, acting out of line today. We, we've we got him blocked. You're welcome, guys. Uh, I'm going to go on. I'm going to talk about guys. I did see, I wanted, before we go into what well, I wanted, I'm going to talk a little bit about AEW last night on the thing, but we got the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report, so I'm going to keep it limited, uh, which is tomorrow. Uh, I also want to talk about with you guys online hate on social media. I see on my. I saw when I hopped on Twitter this morning. Some people, and I often see it with the different people I follow and wrestlers, where they're complaining about the people that are complaining all the time, and and it's fine. But like social media is, it's all what we focus on. And social media has given people at the lowest level of the lowest mindset, like that, are angry and unhappy. What do you think happens? Social media has given everyone a platform to link up. (laughs) <laughs> it's just like transformers. typically typically uh, that's a great question. I do want to get to that on happiness too. Online though, it, it's like transformers. You know, usually the great don't link up with the bad. It, it you link up with with what you are what you associate with 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 what you have the most in common with, right? So what do you think like the people and like Twitter is a, it could be a really negative place. Twitter though is also a very loving, happy place. It's all just dependent on who you're following and what you're looking for. And I'll, now don't get me wrong. And I know Twitter and they push out the, 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 the paid ads and the different things that which could be really negative, but we all have a choice on what we want to focus on, on that on social media. And there's a lot of good. There's so much good and so much love out there. And it's just a matter of blocking out the hate and the negativity and again, it's like with wrestling and you're going to get the people we live in a day and age, like most people, guys that are online and Joe Rogan said this best. The majority of people that are on social media being negative and arguing, if not damn near all of them are mentally ill. They've all d- d- developed uh, either. They were born with it or they, they have they're in a state of being mentally ill with unhappiness in their life and depression where they are using social media and they're on social media because they're not living their life. And again, while you have a business and I'm on it and I have to do things, you have to know how to use it appropriately if you're going to go into that field. But a lot of the happiest people in the world, a lot of the most successful people in the world aren't on there. You know, they're on there. They're not on there all that often. So we you have to be careful sometimes to get caught up in that negativity and that hate Because it's always existed. We just now have a platform where those people can find each other really easily and quickly and then link up and then that negativity becomes stronger. And that's why we'll see people that go onto the Reddit message board things and they just rip on everything. These are all people not doing anything with their lives. And that's where I say, and it's okay if you're doing it where you see, man, I got to stop this. Why am I doing? What am I actually achieving doing this? Nothing. You're literally distracting yourself to avoid having any responsibility in your life to be a better person. And then you shit on everybody else because that's what makes you feel good. And you laugh with other people and you think that at the moment that you guys are like really cool and doing something beneficial for your lives, but man, you're going to wake up tomorrow and you're still losing because you're not living your life. You're literally distracted, worrying about everything else and talking bad about everything else. And that's what these people, they go from thing to thing, to thing, to thing, to thing. And that's why I was just like, if I see it, I hide them off the channels. I block them. Every once in a blue moon, I'll respond I'll respond with love and kindness to practice that because I think it's a very important uh, thing to practice uh, every once in a while, especially on social with that when you're not blocking whatever ones you get. But focusing more so just on the love and knowing that we don't want to participate in that. And Rogan said it best though. When I all you just got to do is just imagine whenever you see that. Just go, man. That person's really mentally ill. And I, I, guys, I can tell you this: this isn't taking shots. You click on the photos of the majority, and like I I could, like it's if the ones that do have photos, I already know. I'm just like this. This person is man. Like if that person came up and actually said that to me in real life, I I would laugh hysterically. Like it wouldn't even it would because it would have no meaning. No meaning at all because you would actually you would feel the energy you would see like you know and that's sometimes what is lost with social media. But if we just assume in our head that everything that's coming from that is just from that mentally ill people that are not doing well because it is that it nobody doing well does that nobody. So uh, I think that's important because I see that with a lot of people and you when you actually make a comment like that, what do you think is going to happen when we go, man? Like, do do people even watch wrestling anymore to enjoy it? Or is everyone just watching it to complain and critique it? And like, what do you think you're going to get? You're going to now get more energy and attention of that. You're going to get those people. And I've done it before on things. I've been guilty of it, where you all of a sudden open yourself up to more people with that negativity that if you're going to be on there and you have stuff to do where it's just like, uh, why? It's not worth it. We always have a choice. And not to say we're all going to. There's times like you're going to see something and you're just in a bad mood. And again, social media, the one bad thing about it is, is in real life, you can, if you want, you know, if somebody said something to you in real life and like it really, really was out of line, you can actually act on it if you want. Right. Social media, you there's no physical element to it. So it's like you either just have, to, you have to learn how to not let it bother you essentially. But there's always going to be times where something's going to probably break through and I've had it happen to me. Where you know you're dealing something and you're frustrated and you're dealing with twenty things and you go to put something out and then you, somebody just hits you at the right time with the right thing and you're like you little bastard and you can't do anything about it but that I learned for me I just have to learn to process it where I just say yeah, powerless I'm and and usually. And, you know, I know what I have going on and in things where I, it keeps me happy. And I know the things that keep me happy. And at any point in the day, I can just look down and see Sophie and little guy and I'm instantly in a good mood. And I go, that's what matters in life. Not, th- not that. So I think that's an important thing because we all get it. Everyone gets it at different levels. And the more you do with your life, the more love you get and the more hate you get. And I think it's important to learn how to process that stuff. Uh I'm really, really looking forward uh, to the Khabib fight. I think there's gonna be some really, really interesting matchups coming up in 2021. Uh and I, I can't wait for full crowds to be back. I think that's one thing wrestling and fighting alike with all this, like like not having the crowds has been killer. And we're getting so close, I feel like, to like hopefully cracking this, where you know. But that's a fight I would love to see a, a full crowd for. Man, I'm heavily in- interested in seeing um, Connor and Khabib again. I think that one breaks if they do that fight again. If Connor, I think, is successful at his next one, if he, I think, he's fighting. Is he fighting in January? Maybe I saw. I can't remember. I think he has another fight coming up. But I, I would love to see that revisited. I think if they can do that, they break the buy rate with that fight with where Khabib's at now and uh, Connor that regardless of what you think the outcome's going to be just two draws because Khabib's name is much bigger than even what it was when he fought Connor, even though it was huge then. So man, there's, there's some really, really, really interesting matchups coming up in 2021 and in the end of the year here. So I'm definitely, that's one I'm going to order. I don't order every single one, but I order the ones that I, that I, I like the matchups and that, that one, I will definitely be watching. I'm looking to see if we have any other uh, questions here. Uh, If you want to know why I stopped wrestling at WWE, guys, go back and listen to the Ryback Show live at uh, number six on here on YouTube or on Twitch at Ryback Rules or also on any podcast platform. I go, I actually, in great detail, probably the most detail beginning to end, uh tell the story on here and i've told it in different pieces and i've told it before uh but that was a very complete uh beginning to end deal on the decisions that i made and why i'm away and what's going on with them currently on that Uh, i'm looking at alex has said i lost uh I lost 12 pounds and I'm 14. I spend all my money on Feed Me More Nutrition. It gives me more energy, so thank you. Thank you, Alex. And uh, don't you don't have to spend all your money over there, but I'm glad that you are finding success with the supplements and continue to learn about eating and being healthy, my friend, and you will continue to make progress. I promise you. Uh, we got another question on the Mike Tyson situation here. Uh, thoughts on Mike Tyson fighting again also. The new wave of social media fighting which we just went into that on that the um and again I think that's up to us to realize there's always love and hate has always existed. It's up to us what we want to focus on. And again, I you you know, with, as far as the fighting online guys, I'll hear people that say in like I love Disco Inferno, but disco sometimes may make comments like um, you know, about people that block people on there. He want like I it's because I, I, I'm considering the source, which I think is something he's uh, I don't know if he's looking at, like, I don't want, I'm not looking to argue, you know, I know, I know if I say something and I know, if, you know, that I'm speaking from experience and not even being right or wrong. I just, there's no point in arguing if you believe something and I know what I'm saying and talking about, I don't care about what a person sitting at home who reads nothing but online articles. I don't care what they think. I think that little, I think very little of their opinion. So I think it's important to block people like that that are coming at you with hate and negativity and not even engaging in that because the, there's no there's no conversation to have in my mind. I'm not trying to, you know, if they're going to seek out my content and listen, their opinion will change over time. But most of those people are in such a negative place. Uh, and there's a large portion of the population out there like that, that we just got to be careful of not giving our energy to that. And, you know, if you watch the film Social Dilemma, which I highly recommend, you'll see what's going on with the algorithms and artificial intelligence uh, is essentially creating a war with humans. on feeding out lies uh, for profit in um, making these companies billions and billions of dollars. And people have to. And the, but see, it's not it's not the A.I.'s fault. That's dumb fucking people at the end of the day, like anybody with half a brain. And I know enough people with, with half a brain where we all think of like, we're just like, this is crazy, but there's the other portion that aren't educated enough. And that's the dangerous part that are being manipulated. And unfortunately, I I do believe that there is more people at in that position now than the the, the people that are educated. Um, And those numbers are are rapidly increasing every day. It's like it, it a lot, it's very dangerous. So, but I, I, so I think a lot of things need to be cleaned up on that, but we've gone down a a rabbit hole on this that I don't know, a deep, dark hole. I don't know what the the fix is outside of self-improvement and knowledge and learning, which is why, which is why a big reason why I speak the way that I do so consistently is I feel the more people and I read and I read and I listen and I process information. And I'm by no means saying you have to look at me as an expert or an authority or anything like that. I simply share what I'm learning. And I have found the more that I learned, the better of a position I am in in life. And we have to be educated and not let the artificial inte- intelligence destroy us because we're destroying us. And we, it's, it's just, you got, it's not worth getting involved in as far as our time social media, which is why I preach to you guys though living in the real world. We got to live in the moment. We got to go do things and build self-esteem and build confidence. We have to get off the dating sites, quit watching the porn, go meet real people. I'm telling you, this is stuff we've learned and research is showing And you can laugh and like. there's so many young people that'll be like, you're crazy. Porn's the most amazing thing ever. Yeah, I used to think that too. And I I grew up with it coming out. And you realize how not just porn, just everything from the apps, the dating apps, all the social media apps. It's a life of loneliness and never-ending unhappiness where life was not broken before. So create real relationships and find things to do to build confidence and self-esteem. I promise you. Those of us that do are going to be the ones that continue to win moving forward. And unfortunately, there's a large, large portion that's not that are going to forever be in a hole of slavery in the way that we're going. And that's exactly what it's going to be. Mark my words. Mark my words. Artificial intelligence is going to take over more jobs. There's more things that it, humans need to we need to continue to learn. We've been, we've been putting a life of convenience and luxury uh, around us. Uh, and, but where we're going and where a lot of these, these people, the Bezos and the, a lot of these guys, these guys are looking, you talk about making money for evil. And that's one of my I, it's a, opinion of mine on some of the things that he's doing. There's a lot of evil going on, especially with that company. And I know from dealing with them firsthand there, they, it's not good. And I think that with where they're going and the wealth that they're building Um, we're going down a path that things are going to continue to change. And the only way we're going to have a chance to have success is by being in control. Um, again, living in the real world, having knowledge, trying to continuously learn, learn skills, jobs are going to change. There's going to be less jobs on certain things and there's going to be new jobs opening up. So we have to be intelligent enough to be able to learn those new skills and not be so addicted to the technology and and so far down that hole that we have a fighting chance moving forward. But that's another conversation. But I really believe we're going down that route, and we're seeing it play out right now with everything. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on that. I think we're going to wrap up here, see if we have uh, one more uh, good question. Uh, let's see here. I think let's finish with this over, over uh, 40 says, but we can't go meet people because of social distancing feels like these COVID lockdowns restrictions are being maintained for a reason outside of the virus puts this on, put, puts on his tinfoil hat. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of different thoughts, man, on all of this. Right. And I think, but there's plenty of places I've Vegas everywhere. I'm going, everything, people are meeting and going out doing things and you're wearing your mask. But when you're going around people, you know, I'll tell you what, my opinion is most people don't give a damn about this anymore. I think most people realize that this isn't serious for healthy people and they don't care anymore. People are wearing the mask everywhere I go. I wear the mask everywhere I go. I literally give no thought to COVID anywhere I go. I don't like, I don't sit there and go, God, I hope I don't get COVID. I don't think about it. I haven't been sick in over seven and a half years. Yes. I take my kick out immune system support by feed me more nutrition, which is a reason why I haven't been sick in seven and a half years, but it's also because I don't—I take care of myself, health-wise, working out-wise, nutrition-wise, taking all my vitamins and minerals, always have on that, and I don't let fear live in my mind. You could have told me there's a, a virus out there with a 95% death rate. I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna live scared in my mind. If I get it and die, it was my time. Simple as that. Like that's just how my brain works. So I'm with you on a, like a lot of these restrictions. Because what we've done is it's really screwed up this path that we've gone down, and it's gone on for too long. So many people have lost everything, and, it, it, and they're never going to get it back. They're going to. It's like we've we have created even more poor people in this period. So I'm with you that something isn't right with all of this, with how with with what we have on the numbers and all of that. But all we could do is if we focus on that, we're gonna we're not going to improve. All we could do is try to improve our situation, which is what I've done during this by not giving it any more attention than it needs and going forward and finding solutions to the problems that they presented because they presented me with some very serious problems. And had I dwelt on them, I, there's a good chance I would have been in a lot of trouble with Feed Me More Nutrition. Instead I'm thriving and growing because I focused only on solutions. But I do believe you can meet people right now and and do things. There's parks open. There's plenty of things, man. Go out for a walk two or three times a day. Maybe you run into somebody and meet somebody. Put yourself in a position to succeed, right? You can't meet anyone sitting in your house all the time. There's plenty of places for us to go and get out still. Gyms are open here. And I know gyms aren't open everywhere yet, but there's places to go where people are meeting and people are going and and where you can, where you can, you don't, you don't, you don't have to stay inside all the time. So, but I'm very optimistic. Uh, yeah, 99.4% survival rate. That that seems to be very close to the, anything I've seen with it. But it is what it is. And I don't know what's going on. I don't think any of us, we're living in very strange times, guys. But my the the, the bottom line here on all this is is we have a choice on how we can react to this. We can either let this be our destruction or we can let this motivate and empower us and try to do more things and maybe this is the, 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 the kick in the ass we needed to get out and start doing more things rather than, you know, I'm just going to sit inside and and isolate myself from everybody until they tell me I can, I can, you know, go live life again. Like by that time, most people are going to have nothing. You got to, you know, just follow the protocols. I'm all, I'm for everything, whether we think they work or not, we do what we do to be able to have, you know, to to continue to function and, and get out. And like I said, try to remain optimistic. Try to do the things that you can do. There's always stuff to do. There's always stuff to do. Sitting and complaining and being negative never fixes the problem. It never has, and it never will. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, that's today's show. Thank you very much for listening. You've just listened to The Ryback Show. Feed me more.